Hey friends, my name is Alex Gray and you're tuning in to the Zen Friends podcast. Zen Friends aims to be the future of pet wellness. We are dedicated to building a passionate community of pet owners who strive to bring themselves and their friends the best lives possible. For all your pet wellness needs, you can visit our collection at zenfriends.com and use your code Let's Get Zen today. Again, that's Z-E-N-F-R-E-N-Z.com and use your code Let's Get Zen. On this episode of the podcast, we have Darcy Jardot from Copen, Oklahoma, stopping by to share about her French bulldog, Sadie Bug. Enjoy the show. How are you today? Good. How are you? Good. Doing well. So you are contacting or we are contacting you and you're in Copen, Oklahoma right now, which I've never been to. I know I've been to Oklahoma City and I've been to Wichita, Kansas before, but never right there on that border. So how is Copen in the month of March now? It's it's actually um, it just depends on what day um, you're here. Um, one day it might be 80 degrees. The next day it might be 20 degrees. Um, it's crazy weather right now. That's just kind of how Oklahoma weather is. Um, but yeah, we're just, I'm just about six miles from the Kansas border. Oh, nice. So is tornado alley, is that a real thing? Does that apply to Oklahoma at all? It is. We're right, probably right in the middle of it. There's more um, around the Oklahoma city area, but we definitely do have tornadoes here pretty regularly. Oh man, gotta gotta stay safe out there. Yeah. <laughs> every 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 part of the country, you know, has its things. You know, if you're in California, there could be an earthquake. If you're in Florida, there could be hurricanes, you know, so maybe pick and choose. <laughs> yeah, well we get we get earthquakes too and then we get the rain from the hurricanes. So we get a little bit of everything. <laughs> well glad you're all safe there in Oklahoma. And um, you are a veterinary assistant, um, from what I know. So how has that been for you as of late? And how long have you been doing this? Um, I have been a veterinary assistant for 18 years now. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, I work at a small um, vet clinic in Dewey, Oklahoma, which is just down the road from Copan. And um, I, yeah, I've been doing this. I learned everything on the job. And so I've been doing it for 18 years, which is why I have all my pets. They all came through this job so did you always know you loved animals and you wanted to work with animals or when does this come about for you um yeah actually um I grew up in the country on a farm um we actually actually grew up on a pig farm but we've always had dogs and cats my grandma had a boarding kennel Mm -hmm. um we boarded up to 150 dogs and so I've worked there since I was 12 so yeah I've always loved all animals I've just had kind of a special bond with dogs and that kind of uh, ended up being kind of my main main thing is the dogs. And being a vet assistant, do you find this challenging? Do you find it mostly enjoyable? What's what's your experience been like with this? Um, it it's good and bad. It's definitely not a low stress job, and it can be a very emotional job. But the rewards are far outweigh the the bad times. But mm-hmm. um, it's we definitely have the problem of we all end up with too many pets because mm-hmm. they come through here well I'm glad they're in good hands I know you do great work um, and being in the pet community myself you know I'm very appreciative for the work that that vets do I know you all work very hard um, to keep animal and and pet wellness 
uh, as a top priority. So I think it's definitely very meaningful work that you do. And you're also a dog mom. You have a French yes. bulldog uh, by the name of Sadie Bug. And yes. that's how we met through Instagram. So what was the story of how you met Sadie Bug? Uh, well, actually, I have um, a friend that breeds French bulldogs. And I actually met her through the vet clinic. She, When she started breeding them, she would use our vet clinic for um, uh, taking care of the puppies and doing the C-sections and everything mm-hmm. on the dogs. And I started... Um, actually got my first French bulldog from her. She was one of her retired breeders. And, um, and so then I started kind of house sitting for her and helping her kind of socialize her puppies. And when Sadie was born, um, her litter, French bulldogs are, um, very much, they choose their people. So even though she lived there, Mm. she chose me, we bonded even from when she was a little bitty puppy. Um, and then, um, she, when she was about three months old, she started showing signs of allergies. And so, um, she was not a breeding candidate. And, and Mm -hmm. so I adopted her and, you know, got her spayed so that that wouldn't be spreading, spreading those, those genetics, unfortunately. And is Sadie the first pet that you've had before? Oh, no, I've had dogs and cats my whole life. Um, Mm -hmm. my, she's actually my fourth Frenchie. I actually have another Frenchie. Um, her name's Froggy. That, oh, very um, cute fitting yeah, name for the faces yeah, yeah she um just she's getting ready to turn 11 and mm-hmm. sadie actually had her fifth birthday on monday oh and, happy birthday yeah. sadie yeah and then i have actually two other dogs as well i have um, a duke who's a me- medium-sized rescue and then um petty dog is a um pomeranian australian shepherd chihuahua that's oh, wow. about 20 pounds, and he's um, a little senior guy too. So I got, I got a whole herd. So was there anything particular about French bulldogs that made you want to get Sadie or is this more of an opportunity of a, of a friend that you knew and that just kind of came about that way? Um, well, I just, we, I never would have thought I'd owned a French bulldog. I hadn't met that many. They weren't that common in this area Mm -hmm. when I was growing up. And, um, when my friends started bringing hers here, you know, we were around all of her, um, dogs and then she'd bring the puppies in and and then I started babysitting so I just just fell in love with them they're just Mm -hmm. little clowns and then um, my first French bulldog Carrie D uh, was one like I said her her breeding dog and she was actually one that bonded with me as well and I adopted her and and she's just um, an amazing dog went everywhere with me people that didn't like dogs loved her and um, and I've just loved them ever since and everybody here loves um, Sadie comes to work with mm. me sometimes and you know she's just everybody loves her so how old was Sadie when you had first gotten her um well I've been around her since she was born but I mm-hmm. got to take her home when she was about five months old five months so what yeah. were those what were those be- um, beginning stages like for you in in raising her um well um she you know she had her allergy issues so we she definitely um we had to, to deal with those. Um, Mm -hmm. she's got, um, food allergies and environmental allergies. And then just, she's her little, they're surprisingly athletic dogs. Um, she, when she was eight weeks old, she would climb out of her playpen Mm -hmm. and, um, she likes to play, we call it the floor is lava. And so (laughs) finding a place where she could be safe when I wasn't home was a challenge. Um, and, um, 
So yeah, her, it's just um, with them, it's just trying to, they're so smart. It's just trying to, um, when you're teaching them anything, it's just trying to kind of outsmart them or get them to think it's their idea. Right. Um, so they're, they're stubborn, but you know, well worth it. Did you find anything in particular or would you share anything that was helpful for you in raising Sadie in those beginning stages with another dog owner, another Frenchie owner? Um, yeah, definitely. Um, Frenchies are, they're just, they definitely want to be with you all the time. Um, they do just need a lot of attention. And mm-hmm. so, if you, you know, if you can take them with you everywhere, that's great. They're just, and they're also very sensitive to heat and cold. And so, mm-hmm. um, and then of course being stubborn, they can be a little challenging to house train too. And so, um, so that, that can be a challenge, but yeah, just, um, you know, with any puppy really, um, you know, just consistency and training and, and starting out the way you want to, um, be when they're adults, you know, um, because they are very cute puppies and they, um, can get away with things if, if you let them. And so you just really have to, you know, um, and they're super smart. So you have to Mm -hmm. start out how you want to want them to be as adults and, and, and with their training. I can second that. I have a French bulldog in Yoshi. Um, I got him when he was eight weeks old, about two months. And he's been on my lap every day, pretty much ever since. Yeah. So, you know, if I look away for a second, it's like a, like, you know, like, look at yeah. me, like, give me attention. And I'm like, I give you so much attention. It's yeah. almost like it's never enough, you know? Yeah. So I definitely do factor in that. I have to take him everywhere with me. He is by my side. And he's definitely upset um, when, you know, if I have to go for an hour or two here or there, I, oh, yes. I can relate to that. Yes. Yes. That is very much French bulldog. My friend that raises them. She literally has someone at her house 24 seven with these dogs because they do not like to be left alone. They mm-hmm. will find their own things to do. And they're usually not um, good things to do mm-hmm. if you leave them alone for too long. And so the good side of it, obviously, because I'd imagine we each love our, love our dogs so much even, you know, that they are Frenchies and their animated personalities. What's mm-hmm. been the most enjoyable part about this experience for you thus far in raising Sadie? Um, well, she's just, she's just such a fun personality. Um, she is just good with people. I can take her places. We went to um, Florida for the first time um, mm-hmm. last fall and um, she's just her little personality. Um, she was, well, she does mind really well and she just, you know, she's a people person and she can, you know, make the grumpiest people smile with her mm-hmm. um, little um, antics that she gets up to and, and she gets along with other dogs and she's just, I just really, that's what I kind of wanted was a dog that I could take places with me. So she's the you know perfect size for that. She loves to travel. She has a booster seat in the front seat that she sits <laughs> in. And um, so, yeah, she's, it's, yeah, she's just a lot of fun. I mean, she's super smart. She's like you said, yours. Um, she's very demanding of attention. If mm-hmm. she was with me right now, um, she would be scratching me wanting mm-hmm. attention because I'm not allowed to be on the phone. Mm-hmm. So if she comes on your lap, does she nap a lot or is she mostly awake? Um, she usually naps. Yeah. She's, yeah. I mean, it's not, doesn't take too long as, after, as long as she's getting touched somewhere in some right. way. Yeah. She's asleep. Going pretty to quick. Yeah. yeah. It's funny. Like Yoshi can have so much energy. Like when we're in the office together and he just wants to get up on my lap. 
and then mm-hmm. he'll sprawl out. He'll make sure he gets as comfortable as possible and he'll just nap. But because he's on my lap, then that's enough to, you know, yeah. get him satisfied. Yeah, that is one great thing about Frenchies is their energy that they have. They're very athletic and they have energy, but it doesn't last very long. It's just mm-hmm. short spurts and they will, if you sit down, they will sit with you all day long. Mm-hmm. So you've got four dogs now and you've raised Sadie um, as of five months uh, old mm-hmm. when you had gotten her. Would you say that this has helped you grow as a person with the responsibility of, of being a dog mom? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, they're just, I mean, a lot of people don't like the, um, like to say, hear it, but they are just like children, um, just in the way you raise them. Um, they like their structure and their routine Mm -hmm. and, you know, they are a huge responsibility and a lifelong responsibility. And they, you know, definitely are, um, Frenchies are, and all dogs are high maintenance. Um, that's one of our, um, you know, things in, in veterinary medicine, there's no such thing as a free dog. They all require, you know, right. and regular care. Better get insurance and, if you can. It, exactly. Yes. <laughs> very much. <laughs> Especially with the Frenchies, you know, I've, I've heard brachycephalic is the name for Brachy, their... Brachycephalic. Yeah. Cephalic, yeah. And mm-hmm. you know, that just comes with the territory of a pushed up snout that you're going to have some sinus issues and, and different mm-hmm. things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Any of those, um, squished face dogs, the big, with the big eyes, the short nose and, mm-hmm. and their, um, little bodies are just, um, you know, they're front top heavy. And so they have breathing issues and sensitivity issues and joint issues. And, you know, they're just, um, a little mess, but they're, you know, like I said, so worth it to, to have them if you're, as long as you're prepared for, you know, what you're getting into, Mm-hmm. Um, that's the biggest thing is, you know, any breed of dog or any kind of dog, you know, preparing beforehand, knowing how much things are going to cost and, mm-hmm. and vet care and insurance and, you know, just to be prepared for that. That's a big thing. And so many people have pets, but not everyone is on an Instagram endeavor and a social media endeavor with this pet. And that's the way that we connected. Um, so when did you decide to make an Instagram for Sadie bug and, and how has this endeavor been for you thus far? Um, it's been great. We, we, we have been kind of, um, off of it for a few months here, but, um, that we have made so many friends. Um, I decided, um, I had my own Instagram page, which I wasn't on very much, but I would always put pictures of my dogs and my friends that raises the Frenchies, her dogs on there. And they of course got more attention than anybody. <laughs> and, um, then, you know, I started taking pictures of Sadie. She'd pose for me. Um, she likes to, if she's, as long as she's in the good mood, she likes to pose for, for treats. And so I thought, well, I'll just make her own. And so I did, and you know, she's got, um, so many friends. We've met so many people, really cool people from all over the world. Mm-hmm. Um, some of our best, my best friends that I have, um, I've met on Instagram and it's oh, such great. a great community too, of people that are so supportive of each other. And especially, you know, during all this where nobody can go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's just a great way to interact with people. And we've made a lot of really great friends of people that we wouldn't have met otherwise. So do you have any tips for anyone starting off? Maybe that's making a, an Instagram for their pet. Is there certain types of posts that you did or different research and hashtags or what did you find that was uh, helpful for you starting out? Um, I, well, I really just kind of looked at like my favorites that um, I started following some of the, my favorite ones and, and they, a lot of them 
people dress up. And so I kind of started putting Sadie in bows and, um, you know, just little, you know, not crazy outfits, but little mm-hmm. outfits. And then we started making tutus and those obviously got the most views and, that's cute. and, and then, yeah. And then, um, but yeah, really just following the, um, you know, finding the one accounts that I liked that, mm-hmm. um, that, you know, some of them had a lot of followers, some of them didn't, but just ones that appealed to me and then just kind mm-hmm. of following their lead and doing what they did. You know, I definitely figured out kind of as I went along how to use the hashtags and, and mm-hmm. um, I uh, definitely just did one for Sadie and one for um, the, my breeder friend just to, mm-hmm. cause I always take pictures of her puppies and whatnot. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I just kind of follow what everybody else does mm-hmm. is how I learn. <laughs> Was there uh, any particular meetup that you've done thus far with some of these friends through Instagram? I, I, I've not got to meet anybody in person yet. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, actually, several of my friends are in California, so I'm hoping someday uh, soon that me and Sadie can get out there and make it and, out there. Yeah, yeah, because because it looks like some really awesome beaches out there and um, and yeah, I've met some really great friends out there. Um, so that's one of our goals. Um I, I honestly haven't met anybody um, in person yet. We did have mm. um, a friend that's in Arkansas, which is a state over, and we actually kind of worked together to um, save a couple of um, little dogs from a place, a bad situation. She picked them up and took them to my brother's house, and then mm. I went and picked them up. So we still didn't get to meet, but we, you know, still collaborated, and and that that does seem to happen a lot. That you know, even though we're not meeting in person, we somehow mm-hmm. are able to, you know, help animals, help each other. It's pretty, Definitely. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Just being able to stay in communication, you know, over the DM box or over text, it's you know, those relationships are real in a way you're checking in on each other every day and you're, you know, commenting on each other and supporting each other. I think it's definitely a, a very healthy space and, and an awesome way to connect with people that, they're not in Copeland, Oklahoma, but they're, you know, in other parts of the world and you're, you're staying in contact with them. So hopefully you do, you know, get to do some meetups. Maybe it's a Frenchie meetup or a dog meetup in general. I think that would be pretty awesome. Um, yeah, yeah. So I know that uh, from collaborating with you, we're always looking for, for Zen friends to find different pets, to try out some of these wellness products. And I believe we had sent you the Zen drops before for Sadie. Um, yes. so what was, um, Sadie's experience like trying Zen friends? Um, so she, the reason that we were trying it is because of, um, she does get a little bit of anxiety in the car, um, going to new places sometimes. And so I just wanted to make it, um, you know, just a better experience for her and, and, and my experience and that anxiety and, and dogs, um, it progresses as they get older and gets worse, unless you can, you know, find a way to, um, you know, work with it or, you know, make it better. So, um, and I like to try natural things, um, first natural. I don't like to do, um, drugs, but definitely sometimes that is, you know, uh, necessary in some cases, mm-hmm. but I always like to do things that are healthy for my dogs and more natural, um, products. So we decided to try the Zen friends and she, um, Love the taste of it. We actually had tried some other drops before um, and I couldn't get them to take them, but she'll suck it right out of the dropper. Um, and I also tried the um, little chews for my um, 
other Frenchie that's a senior girl and she's been actually paralyzed twice in her back end oh, and has um, um, hip dysplasia and mm-hmm. so we tried those for her and she really enjoyed those and, and um, she really liked those and they seemed to help with her comfort. Yeah that's I mean that's two very important occasions right anxiousness yeah. in the car travel anxiety that's definitely something and then for a hip dysplasia uh, at least from the feedback that I've gotten something like the 500 milligram dropper has enough concentration to be able to help with something like a joint support. But I think it's very miraculous stories that I hear where there's dogs that have mobility issues and they do try, let's say like a CBD product or a tincture, and they're able to get mobility back in a natural way, like you're mentioning without, you know, a drug form. I think that that's super helpful for pets if they, if they can get that relief. Um, but yes. we know, you know, Frenchies are big balls of energy. So sometimes yes. they could use a little, a little calming and a little Zen. Yeah. They have no sense of self-preservation whatsoever. <laughs> and, um, even my little froggy, when she could, have, she had to drag herself around, she would still drag herself right off the porch or, you know, wherever across the yard to chase something. And so, yeah, so definitely, um, and quality of life is a really important um mm-hmm. for me you know they they need to have a good quality of life and be happy and feel good it's important and you know to not be afraid and nervous and anxious because that's not a good quality of life either and so that's important and if you can you know use a product that's natural and and um you know not full of drugs then that's going to prolong the time you know that they have a good quality of life and before you have to you know if you have to use any of those other um medications very well said. That, that was very well said. Um, so last two questions I have for you. One is, you know, you've been in the vet space now, you said for over 18 years, so you've had mm-hmm. experience with animals. Um, yes. Are you are you happy to see the state of, you know, animals and pets in our society now? Or where would you like to see the pet space headed as it is right now? Um, I mean, definitely, I think that people are getting more educated um, about the care of their pets. Um, and, and that's a big thing at our vet clinic. And one of the reasons I love our vet cl- clinic is because we're so big on education. Um, uh, and, you know, just um, pets are living longer now because people are being educated on, mm-hmm. you know, quality nutrition, um, the preventative nutrition, preventative health care, um, preventative medicine. So, you know, doing things like CBD oil instead of um, prescription medications that are going to affect their liver and kidneys to, you know, just prolong their life and their quality of life. And so I think people are, um, you know, I'm seeing that more, definitely people are treating their, their pets more like children and, and, you know, um, putting more into them than just, you know, getting their shots when their puppies are spayed and neutered and then that's it kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, so, so definitely there's a lot of room to grow. Um, and definitely veterinary medicine is changing every year. Um, we're always changing the way we do things here and changing. Um, they can do so many things for animals now that they couldn't do 18 years ago even. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, we're definitely progressing, but definitely um, fear-free veterinary medicine is a big thing now, which I really enjoy, um, you know, making uh, visits for pets fear-free so that they can mm-hmm. enjoy them and their owners um, can come to the vet and have a good experience and not a bad experience. 
I agree. I think that def that definitely makes it helpful. Um, anything that's free is helpful, especially within the pet space as much as you can. But, you know, sure. inev inevitably you are you know, paying for the service that you're getting. And, and we do appreciate the work that you do as well to, to keep our animals safe um, in the way that you do. Uh, last question for you is uh, someone's looking to get a pet. They don't have one before. You have tons of experience yourself now raising mm -hmm. pets. Um, any, any piece of advice that you would, you would share for them before, um, going down this endeavor? Yeah. Um, I mean, definitely, you know, there's lots of breeds of dogs, lots of kinds of cats, um, lots of kinds of pets. And so before, you know, going out and just picking a pet or, um, just saying, oh, I like that dog. It looks, you know, like a great dog. I want one. Do a lot of research, do your research, um, you know, find a veterinarian. If, you, if it's your first pet, you know, ask your friends, um, go talk to the veterinarian about, you know, ask them what is required for this kind of pet, um, you know, for throughout their life. Um, and so that you know about the cost of things and, and all that stuff ahead of time. And then definitely every breed of dog, you know, French bulldogs are awesome. You have one, but you also should know, you probably know that they're not for everybody. Um, they have their little quirks that some people cannot tolerate. And so, you know, the, every breed has their own special qualities and they're definitely not for every person. So, you know, ask um, if there's a, a breed that you're interested in, ask people that have those breeds and have experience with them and, you know, uh, be mm. prepared for um, obedience training and, and, you know, working with them because no, no pet comes and just has a perfect disposition and already knows how to do everything. <laughs> Definitely. And especially if you do decide to make an Instagram for your pet, there's a big community out there that will give you really good advice based on their experiences too, that you can kind of tap into. Yes, for sure. They're very, I mean, everybody that I've met has been so welcoming. Everybody's willing to help if anybody has experience in one way or the other. Um, you know, they definitely are, you know, super um, helpful and supportive and always willing, you know, to, to share what they know. I, I agree with that 100%. And I'm glad that we got to connect in this fashion too, because if it weren't for uh, Instagram, it, it probably wouldn't have happened. Uh, yes. So I think that that's, that's really special. Um, so if you are listening to the Zen Friends podcast right now, we had the opportunity to meet Darcy Jardot. She's from Copeland, Oklahoma. And go give her and her French Bulldog a follow on Instagram. That's at Sadiebug underscore the Frenchie. Or is it French Bulldog, Darcy? Uh, Frenchie. Okay, Sadiebug underscore the underscore the Frenchie. Go give them a follow on Instagram. Um, Darcy, thank you for all the work that you do within the pet space. And we're wishing you a great weekend ahead. Thank you. You as well. All right. Take care. Thanks. You too.